0: But how do you fix that in a friendship if it's been happening forever? I just, it, the surprise ding-dong, hi, I'm here with my husband and three kids. <laughs> is, is, that's crazy to me.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lainey, TV reporter, talk show host, and founder of LaineyGossip.com. And I'm Sasha, television producer and fashion reporter on LaineyGossip.com.
1: This is a show where we get right up in your business. This is What's Your Drama?
0: But we're not saying that the questions we get aren't awesome. We've just never gotten a jizz in a Ziploc bag before. Okay. And I am being, okay, so sorry, before we press play on this, I was getting Lainey to look up cuckold right and i don't know what that is well a cuckold is like
1: when you are being cheated on you are the cuckold you're oh. being cuckolded
0: if i'm being cheated on i'm being cuckolded yeah okay and that's and that ends up being a fantasy like some people i could you think- use that in a sentence can you just use that in a sentence like, use it in a sentence. Use cuckold in a sentence. Okay. Um, uh, this is like a spelling bee for you. Come on. <laughs> this is basically your fantasy right now. Go fucking wank off into a Ziploc. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, his wife's affair with the mayor of the town made him a cuckold. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So then why is
1: that first why but again it's a role play situation. Okay, we should let people know what we're talking about. Oh, because okay. It has yeah. an advice column. It's like a um it's a sex advice column. And uh they had this crazy question this week um and like I I can't remember how I came across it but I was obsessed. And so <laughs> and so um it's for their column which is called um how to do it, anyway? So the question came to Rich uh, Jeswiak. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name. Wrong. Oh, I, yeah. He's a, he was a writer for Jezebel. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so, love him. Um, and the question is about this dude who said that his wife, he and his wife, are playing sex games. Um. And so in COVID, their sex games are limited because they can't involve other people. So what she and so now they're playing sub and dom games and what she wants him. And anyway, so
0: they he said that he they used to like be on the cuckold scene. And so 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 I don't know what that means. (laughs) That wasn't used in your sentence. So that means that they were on the cuckold scene, meaning they were.
1: Maybe they get off inviting somebody
0: like. To who was who like a me, yeah. who's cheating on Corey to do that with them? Yeah, got, it, yeah. got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Okay. I didn't know there was that scene.
1: That's how, is- that's my understanding of it. Give, like, given my understanding of the definition, but I'm gonna look on porn sites right now, um, and see if that meets uh, what I think is because that's not my my kink, right? Like cuckolding is not my kink, but okay. Um,
0: because uh, I Googled that and yes, every Google search was like linking me to a porn site and I was doing it off my work computer. So I was like, okay, well, clearly I cannot. Okay. So I'm, I've am i opened up- Link to that. I've opened up um, yes. a cuckold like video and oh.
1: it's a very attractive woman and she's talking, but I'm not really sure what she's saying. And then, oh, James Spader <laughs> is in this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, a look lookalike like James Spader. Oh, this is cr- oh
0: from the movie Crash, the cuckold scene. Okay, it's hot though. Maybe we do. Maybe we... But what's hot? The the fucking at the car crash scene. What are you looking at? That's
1: hot. This the fucking the fucking cuckold scene between James Spader in
0: Crash. See, you're losing me. <laughs> how are you seeing? How are you knowing by just looking at it without audio that there's a cuckold scene? Well, because it's labeled Are there cuckold. three people involved? It's labeled cuckold. There's a whole category are, okay.
1: of cuckold on porn sites. Okay, for people who but get away. Are there off three on people
0: it. on in this scene? So James Spader's with his wife Two. and is has see, another
1: woman. See, according to Kinkley, um, cuckold, when used in a fetish context, describes the fetish of men who find masochistic pleasure in watching their wives have sex with other men. The man is complicit in the infidelity. See, that's exactly what I thought it was. Okay. Okay. Well, great. So that is so the cake. way simpler. That is the case. Got it. Anyway, oh shit. I better close this porn site, but because I won't be able to focus while we're talking. <laughs>
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, okay. well, this makes me this makes me feel like I'm more than no. Okay, good. Because I was confused. All I could all I could center in on that um yeah. advice question was the the why they had to freeze. The comment in a ziplock bag. Anyway, for anyone who's listening, <laughs> just read it. Maybe we'll link to it. I Give to other it today. advice. Call them I some love. It. Oh, you did. Yeah,
1: I linked to it on Mondays.
0: Mondays. What else? So no, today's Tuesday.
1: I oh sorry. I linked to it did on it Tuesdays. Today? What else?
0: Okay. Yeah. So let us know if you uh, like if we've if we've missed the mark on anything. Let me know. Like I actually want to be educated on this.
1: Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's a real Great. horny time right now. Like between. Wet ass pussy being or WAP being the song. This, you know, everybody's, yeah. you know, getting kinky and horny and gushy.
0: I feel like you are because even <laughs> when we were hanging out this weekend, remember, I actually texted this to you. You accused me of like maybe being into face mask porn
1: what? on Saturday. I, excuse me, I don't remember this. You, when did everyone I,
0: was talking about face masks?
1: And then, and then I was you talking turned to me, you. Where, I was talking with you about face masks. This week. So
0: it was you, me, Lara, and Duanna, and you said to me, You were talking about face masks, and you're like, Oh, if there was face mask porn, I'm sure you'd be into it.
1: Remember? I did not fucking say that. I must have been so high because I have no recollection. Correct.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I'm not turned on by masks. I want people to wear them. I don't want to fucking
1: have no ejaculate into a ziploc because of it. Okay. I thought you meant like skin face mask, not like no, actual COVID. For fuck's sake. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. COVID face totally mask. You did say that. You... Yes. <laughs> now I, now I totally remember. I wasn't that high. There we Although go. Although I was. I, anyway. We don't need to
0: talk about that. <laughs> no. Um. All right. Are we into questions? Let's get into. Let's get into our questions. Okay. Because they're just as good as the one on, on Slate.
1: Okay, I love it. I love it, love it. Okay, here's our first question. Hey, ladies. Happy pandemic. Thanks. Okay, so I've been married for five years, but we've been together since our early 20s. Since December, we've had a baby and relocated to a new city right before the pandemic shut everything down. Since our move, I've noticed my husband has been hypercritical of everything. He'll bring up things from my past or things I did recently. He'll bring up inconsequential things. The one time I left the dog outside while grocery shopping three years ago or not picking up a dropped baby spoon immediately, getting a ticket 10 years ago or forgetting to put the recycling in the can. When I mention this to him, he says I do the same thing to him, and I'm sure I have during a fight, but not just out of the blue. Sometimes he says these things in a jokey fashion, and other times he'll double down and just keep going about past mistakes. I really don't want him doing this to our daughter as she gets older, and I really don't know what else to do. Is this just COVID stress? Is this who he is now? Am I just being overly sensitive? Thanks for any help. You can give me whatever name you like. Um, Okay, what's the name?
0: Um, uh, um, you know, I'm not really good with this. Let's just call her fucking Jane. I like Jane.
1: Okay. Okay. So Jane's husband is poking at her all the time and not yeah. in the fun, sexy, yeah. horny, gushy way.
0: No. See? Stop <laughs> being the so annoying... horny, Sasha. <laughs> that was not me who said it, you <laughs> fucking weirdo. Okay. Let's, um, let's talk about this because I kind of see a little bit of myself mm-hmm. in Jane's really? husband. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, are you. I think are you always riding Corey's ass like this. Well, I feel like now when you spend so much time with, listen, I don't know what Jane's husband's like. What his whole makeup is like. He, I, we can't really say one hundred percent if it's like COVID stress or if this is just like a personality that's starting to um, percolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that it is stressful times, as we've talked about many times. Mm-hmm. And I think stress can come up and um, show itself in different ways. And I feel like with Corey and I, like having sp- been like having spent so much time together this last six months, like day in day out, mm-hmm. um, things fucking bug me. Uh, like he will, like th- yeah, things that from didn't ten years really... ago. Maybe not from ten years ago, but there's still like There no yes sure. There's things that he's always done that I've just been like, ah oh, whatever. Like I'll take care of that. Or I'll throw that in the garbage. Like he has like this really annoying habit of taking something out of the package and just fucking leaving it there, like leaving it on the counter and with the garbage, maybe one inch away. Like he just does that. I've known that for my whole life with him, but since the pandemic, it's irritated me more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And I bring it up to him all the time. Like I find that I am a bit naggy. Right. Um, because everything feels like it's in your face right now. Right. You know, The mess, uh, the way you hear someone talk, uh, the way they like type on their computer keyboard, like everything is just heightened. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would give Jane's husband the benefit of the doubt and probably just say that he's maybe mishandling his stress right now. And we see this all the time that people take it out on the people they love the most. And they um, can treat people unfairly that they love because they don't know how to internally deal with their own feelings. So I would say that that was will most likely be what's happening in their relationship. But what happens if that becomes a habit? Well, I think you have to break the habit. I'm just saying I think that is what is happening. Right. What she d- does uh, moving forward is, an, an, you know, ideally the next conversation we're going to have.
1: I think for Jane too and her husband, it's compounded, right? Like they have a baby, then the pandemic hits, now they're at home mm-hmm. alone and there's a newborn. I mean, like all that, listen, you and I don't have kids and it, has already been hard
0: the last yeah, whatever totally.
1: months. We've lost count. So imagine like yeah. adding a kid on top of that. And not just any kid, but like the most feeble kind of kid where it's just like you… So... Few... <laughs> yeah, right? the neediest kind of human. Because they they have to… Uh, my understanding is newborns have to like eat every hour or two that, hours, that right? Is, and then, that you know, is true. Then everybody's underslept. And then you're overstressed from this pandemic and you're like literally on top of each other in the home… Um, and you're like, I they must have like job worries and financial. Everybody has like all that stress, so it's compound stress. And if that's the way for him, it's manifesting itself. I 100% agree that it probably is definitely a COVID thing. But yeah, the concern is we've Mm -hmm. all already started developing COVID habits. That
0: I was just gonna say we're gonna yeah
1: you know it, it might not be like picking at your spouse, but there are things that we're now doing in COVID that have become, I hate this expression, but everybody's calling it the new normal. New normal. But like, this yeah. is the regular way. You know how they say that, they, they, they say that like, it takes what, 23 days to form a habit? Well, fuck. Yeah. It's been fucking five months. Yes. So the <laughs> The habit of being home and doing the shit that you're doing home has formed, or at least the things that you've been doing for the last five months have formed. So what now? What's like... So that would be, ha- like, to me, what the concern is. Like, Jane is going to have to really... It sounds like she's addressed it, but he's kind of not getting it, right? And, or he's countering and saying, well, you do the same thing too. So their communication is breaking down.
0: Yeah. And I think that that is... um. What they have to work on, and is and typically when you're wanting to highlight someone's bad behavior, it's better to do it when that behavior is not happening at that moment because then everyone gets defensive. So I would just, you know, suggest to Jane to like when when things are good, when they're like having a nice dinner or when they're just like sitting and watching a movie or whatever, when they're in a relaxed state, is to bring up like, hey, like you like you seem a bit off. This isn't you know you never treat me like this. Like just lately you've just been at me and I want to work on this. Like, I can't, we can't live in this house together. If you're always pointing out the bad things I do, mm-hmm. things from the past. Like, I think you need to have like a soft open discussion about that. Um, and if that doesn't work, then, oh my gosh, there's so much online therapy right now. Yeah. Online couples therapy as well. That is, uh, there's also so many free resources. Um, so why not take this time to work on that, nip that shit in the bud before, as as Lainey said, that it becomes a pattern into the future of your relationship?
1: I know so many people who are doing Zoom therapy on Zoom, couples yeah. therapy. And I think that this is the, if it's still out there, the misconception we have to dra- address. Sometimes, you know, it's too late going to therapy when things are in crisis. When to go to therapy is at the beginning of when things exactly. start to bother you. Or when things are fine. Think of it as yeah. like the gym. You know, you go to the gym when technically nothing is wrong. You're just maintaining overall health. Well, I don't go to the gym, but right now. Yeah. I was like, tell me how that goes. <laughs> I forget. Or Nor have I been exercising, but I should. But I mean, I think that is how a lot of people should start thinking about therapy. It's just something that you're doing to maintain healthy mental health and… And get stronger. Yeah. And get stronger. So, Jane, therapy is not a bad idea here in this situation because clearly this is bothering you. It's bothering you enough where you addressed it with him and you weren't satisfied with the answer. And your your attempts at addressing it may, if they're hitting a brick wall, then it it might be time to get more creative. And… I I know of many couples who are doing yeah um they're sheltering in place but you can do Zoom calls with the your partner right next to you and it's doing and it's it's asking you to think about things certain a certain way and asking the other person to think about things differently and um from the conversations that I've had from people who are doing this it you know you end up you end up looking at yourself and Mm, things how, things come up that you also need to address in you. I mean, in Jane's, in Jane's message to us, she says that she does bring up old things, but only during fights. And, you know, you may not be aware that you're bringing up things not during fights. Sometimes yeah, we're not aware of the things that we're doing.
0: Yeah, that's problematic behavior on Jane's side of things too. And I would also say... Something that um, I've noticed like in the last two weeks is I'm fucking bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. Um, And I think change of scenery and doing something different. Yeah. Because there's a lot of monotony in these um, during this pandemic. So it's like maybe you guys have been doing the same thing. Maybe things feel just like really oppressive in the household. So maybe it's about getting out or just mixing shit up a bit, especially with a baby. Like things like I would imagine feel pretty heavy Mm -hmm. and like, like fucking feed shit. Bath like it might feel too structured. So maybe just like breaking that mold a bit yeah. could allow for some freedom of feelings yeah. and emotions. And and I think you could get a, a little further than you guys have in this current situation. So I think there's a number of things you can do um, that could help the situation.
1: So Jane, good luck. Let us know how it goes. But remember, going to therapy does not mean that it's a crisis. Totally. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I have some minor drama developing with a relatively new friend, and I'm trying to decide whether it's worth confronting her about it. Background, I met this friend. Let's call her B. Okay, let's call her Brenda. Okay? Let's call her B, and our reader's name can be Kelly. Okay? Okay. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Or writer's name. Okay. So I met this friend. Let's call her Brenda via social media last year. We discovered we live in the same neighborhood and have enough mutual friends that I felt comfortable meeting her in person. We get along well and have a lot of common interests and have since hung out several times in person, once on a group trip over a long weekend and a few times on our own. So here's the issue. Brenda is in a long-term relationship and seems to have a habit of scheduling friend hangs back-to-back with plans with her boyfriend. In the handful of times we've hung out, she has either showed up late or left early because she's with him. Once she arrived, once she arrived 45 minutes late to plans with me, with the boyfriend unexpectedly with her. Apparently he wanted to eat dinner together before she left to meet me and then decided he'd like to come along. She didn't give me a heads up about any of this, just turned up super late with an unexpected companion and I had secured a table that only fit two so it was pretty awkward. That was earlier this year and shortly after the pandemic hit so I let it go and didn't say anything about it. She has spent the entire pandemic in quarantine with her boyfriend out of town. This week, she was back in our city for a few days before heading out of town again, and we saw each other in person for the first time in months at her invitation. We made plans to meet at an outdoor restaurant with good COVID safety protocols, and I was really looking forward to it. I don't get out much these days, and it's been really stressful at at work. So you can imagine I was annoyed when halfway through our first drink, she started texting with her boyfriend. I brushed past it and just kept chatting. She suggested we order a second drink, but shortly after they arrived, she abruptly started acting like she had to leave, clearing up her stuff, packing her bag, and then asking for the check. I asked what was up, and she said her boyfriend was waiting for her at another restaurant to have dinner, and she had to go. At no point when we made these plans, which were time for dinner, did she mention she didn't intend to hang with me for a meal and would be leaving for other plans with him. So I'm sitting there with half a drink still in front of me, and she says sorry and bounces. Now I'm extremely annoyed and wondering if I just don't want to bother trying to develop a real friendship with this woman. I'm not in need of new friends. I have a solid core of ride or dies, and I'm never hurting for company when I want it. And her behavior with her boyfriend is just bizarre and not something I'm willing to tolerate. I should say that I've met him, and though obviously I'm not inside their relationship, I don't get the sense that he is at all controlling or the one demanding this behavior as he has a very relaxed personality and seems like he's just along for the ride with her. That said, I'm wondering if you think it's worth it for me to try talking to her about this. If there is some kind of abuse dynamic in their relationship that I'm not privy to, I don't think we're close enough for her to talk to me about it. And I'm not sure we have enough of a foundation for me to call her out if this is something she's doing on her own. But I'm hesitant to just throw the potential away if this can be addressed without a ton of drama. I would love to hear any thoughts you have. Developing new friendships as an adult is always tricky. Best, well, we'll call her Kelly. Kelly? Yeah. Okay. So do you think that Kelly should be concerned that there is an abusive situation happening where the boyfriend is constantly like piggybacking on plans to make sure that he can pull Brenda away from whoever she might be hanging out with.
0: I mean, before Kelly had mentioned that, obviously that was what popped into my mind, but then I'm also going to have to go by what Kelly thinks is that she's met him he's pretty fucking laid back he just um it's just always there and it's interesting because there are some um there are interestingly if none of our uh friends who have significant others bring them out like they're not part of the scene all the time um but there are like I've had past friendships where their boyfriends have been inserted into our friendships and it wasn't up for debate like they came Mm -hmm. like they were just shadows of each other they just always came with each other um so there are dynamics in relationships where the boyfriend and the girlfriend in this situation want to do everything together. They want to be together all the time. Yeah. They are attached to the hip and they come as one. So I don't think that's like if that's the case, I don't think there needs to be any like, we don't need to alarm the the sirens that, oh my God, she could be in an abusive relationship. She could just be uh, you know, very tightly weaved with her man. Yeah. That's a thing. I think the problem here is I think Brenda's. Um, poor scheduling management. Like, she's one of those people who just wants to be everywhere at the same time yeah. but doesn't take into account that it could inconvenience or slight other people. Yeah. Like, that's a... I feel... Why? What's your... Do you have spidey senses that are... I don't have spidey senses about this
1: being an abusive relationship. Like, I just don't think that what we have here is enough to go around accusing something... Yeah. Someone of something that serious. Like... You know, she piggybacks her plans all the time, um, but… She's a bit flaky. She seems to be yeah, a flake through she and through. She overschedules, and yeah. that is… She wants to do all these things at the same time. She wants to be with mm-hmm. her boyfriend, and she wants to be with his friend. So I, I just, you know, and if you're out there listening, let us know if we're wrong, but like nothing here is setting off alarm bells for me. And I know like abusive people can present as like totally normal, and that is the whole point where you know nobody really knows but again i just i just don't want to jump to that conclusion if there's n- there's no real evidence beyond she makes plans with me and him and like you know i don't see
0: and everybody else yeah <laughs> i would be more i would be more alarmed if um kelly was like yeah like brenda doesn't ever go out and when she goes out she has to leave right away it seems like brenda is quite the social butterfly like she's out she's doing things she does come late she does fucking bounce after a while but she's always around. Like she's going to the social
1: events. Yeah. And there are not, there are no other things that are tipping Kelly off. Like, you know, or I, I feel like Kelly would have let us know, but here's, here's where I look, I would be more annoyed if, and this is, I think this is just human. If Brenda and Kelly were friends before the relationship and then, Brenda was like – because we've all been there, right? Your friend meets somebody and then they, like, fucking bail on you all the time, which is a normal course (laughs) of relationships. The thing with this that makes this tricky and why I don't think Kelly should say something is this is – even though Kelly might be – or sorry, even though Brenda might be annoying, these were the (laughs) ground rules that Brenda set up in their relationship. (laughs) Totally. Like, dude was around first. Then Brenda and Kelly met, and Brenda has always just been like this with Kelly. She hasn't, yeah. like, changed up the contract, so to speak, right? Totally. This has always been the way it is. So I think the key for you, Kelly, is whether or not you can accept this in a friend. And that's what you're… Kelly said no. And if… It, she said, yeah, I don't want to tolerate this. And, and you're like, you're not lacking for friends. So then then I think you have your answer, right? These are clearly the ground rules or the conditions that you have to accept with this friend. And if you don't want to accept them, then you don't have to accept them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like it can be, you can either choose to have Brenda like literally breeze in in and out of your life and you just don't get bothered by it or you just um, actively um, avoid her (laughs) and don't make plans with her. Yeah. Either way, it's like a, it's a win-win in a way. Like you either get rid of the thing that annoys you or you bring in some more friendship into your life.
1: Yeah. And I would just think of it as like a friend. We all, nobody's perfect, right? So obviously we all have quirks that we have to deal with, with our friends. So, you know, for me, my quirk is that it really, and you and I have this in common, Sash, is we are... Well, you are chronically early, and I'm chronically punctual, like right on time. And so, yeah, it makes me crazy. Those are problems? No, it <laughs> makes me crazy when friends are not on time.
0: Well, it makes, um, let's just call her out, Duanna, crazy that I'm early, right? And I see why that's rude. Yeah. Like I try to actively be late and I'm still early because I know that I'm being a dick and inconveniencing someone by showing up five minutes early when they need that extra five minutes. Sometimes right. people, Duanna, needs those extra five minutes. She's also
1: chronically late. So the that's combination what I mean. of the two of you
0: is is not ideal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you kind of accept that in your friend, right?
0: Yeah. That is the deal. And that's what it is. I I think um Kelly is not close enough with Brenda to um have that kind of expansion and contraction of a friendship yet. Mm-hmm. So until that happens, until they get closer, yeah. um you can't really have those conversations. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, B, you're fucking really annoying me. Like, yeah. you better come on time. You better stay the whole time we we're out. Like you can't even you can't even cross that boundary. So kind of pick your poison. It's up to you. Like pick your own adventure with this friendship. Cause I don't think you're gonna screw yourself either way.
1: But you know what though? Like, Kelly mentions that they have friends in common and they've done group hangs before, like this group trip. Yeah. So this just may be a friend that you see in a group setting but never solo one-on-one. Which is great. Great. Right? Yeah. In a group setting… Yeah, totally. If her boyfriend's around or she, like, bounces to go check the boyfriend, then you still have other people around and it won't annoy you as much. The problem is totally. that when you're one-on-one and you're solo, it's… Yeah, it's annoying because then you're just like, oh, what the fuck? Am I just going to stick my finger up my nose? Like, I… You know, so what ditch do I do now? One-on-ones. So ditch the one on ones. So ditch the one on ones, but you can still be friendly with this person in a group setting without like making things awkward. That's totally chill. And that's the kind of friend this is.
0: Yeah. Is that too simple? I mean, I feel like. No, I felt like we were. No, I feel like that we solved that one really well, okay. actually. right. great. All right. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. Hi,
1: Sasha and Lainey. Uh, I have a friend who regularly stops by unannounced, sometimes alone. No. And sometimes no. with her husband <laughs> and three kids. No. I love these people. They are my chosen family. But is it too much to ask for a heads up? Let me be clear. I'm all too happy to make plans. Love a brunch, park meetup, or patio hang, but hate, hate, hate the pop-in. I have no issues seeing her or her family, but please do not ring my doorbell or text me that you're outside without an appointment. (laughs) I'm only half joking about the appointment. Conversely, sometimes she'll say things like, maybe I'll stop by later, then doesn't show. It's frustrating. I've made jokes and passive-aggressive comments that would subtly suggest I don't like it, but I don't think she's picked up the cues. You may say that if we're such good friends, I should be able to tell her the truth, but she can be sensitive and I'm worried I'll hurt her feelings. How do you ladies feel about spontaneous visits from friends or family? Do you have any suggestions on how to politely address this issue and make it stop once and for all? You can use whatever name you like for this. Thanks and take care. Okay, what name do you want for this?
0: Courtney this one's this feels like a Courtney okay question. Courtney um well it kind of leads into exactly what we were just talking about before in in the sense that like you've known this about your friend for so long like this is who your friend is she is that person who drops by like I'm curious to know how long their friendship's been I mean she says that they're her chosen family mm-hmm. so clearly, their ride or dies and have been in each other's lives for at least a couple of years. I don't know. Can you bring that up years into a friendship and be like, you know what you've been doing? Our whole history of friendship has been very annoying and inconvenient to me. Oh, I don't know. I think you suck this shit up, even though this is my worst nightmare. People. So and this is what's so surprising. I know you would probably be like, of course, you don't like drop buys. But my whole like my all of my high school, all of my university my house was like the party house. People came in all the time unannounced. Like it was the place where people slept. You'd fucking wake up and there'd just be like people there yeah. all the time. And coming from a Yugoslav and uh, Chinese background, you always kind of have an open door policy in that way. Yeah. Like Europe- especially Eastern European families, it's like everybody's welcome. Yeah. So I don't know if that scarred me for life, but like I don't, since I've become like an adult, I don't like people encroaching on my time and space without me getting a heads up. So while this is my worst nightmare um, and I understand – what did I give her? What kind of shitty what name kind I give of a heads up? Like half an hour? Because I – You give me half an I hour heads up. Heads I up. love a half an hour heads up.
1: Yeah. I'm just like – I can do a half walk. an hour heads up. Am I up. swinging by? And I don't think you've ever said no.
0: No, I haven't because that's – I feel like half an hour is a great lead time. Like if I was going to ever let you into my house during COVID, that would give me enough time to like tidy or like maybe take a shower or like something. Half an hour is a really good lead time, but if you knocked on my door oh, consistently, no, I would. Can never. you imagine if I did that to you? I would never, I would never. I don't. I don't think I like.
1: Uh, I yeah, I like a half hour heads up. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. But how do you fix that in a friendship if it's been happening forever? I, I just it, the surprise ding dong. Hi, I'm here with my husband and three kids. Is <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy to me? But I don't know, like. I, I don't know if it's crazy to me because first of all, as we all know, I have stranger danger. Like I hate when the doorbell rings or the, and you Mm. know, during COVID because packages arrive from work and you know, groceries get delivered and everything is, comes to your door. I live in a state of like, whenever someone knocks on the door, I'm like, oh my God, I I hate, hate.
0: Even though they're bringing you the neat, like the goods (laughs) and services you've desired. But I,
1: listen, I have stranger danger. I don't like people, as you know. So I'm just not that person.
0: Right. Um, So, how would you deal with someone if I just rolled up to your house and bum rushed you all the time to hang out? What would you do? To your
1: point, like this is an established thing. So, how do you kill an established, like a pattern? We talked about patterns, like in our first question about like establishing patterns and breaking habits. Like, how do you do that?
0: And how do you do that with someone who's sensitive too?
1: And this is, she used the word regularly. So what
0: are we talking about? I can't. About? Like fucking I twice can't. a week? Even if it was once a week. That Like, listen, the other day, yesterday, uh, my good friend Connor um, was dropping off these two pans that he had bought. So they were like really expensive pots and he was giving them to me for fucking free. It was the nicest gesture. So much so that he was so nice that he drove to the East End where I live, which is a half an hour drive away from him to drop them off on my um porch even that annoyed me even knowing, <laughs> even knowing that someone Ungrateful was in bitch. my squ- even someone in my square footage who's like a dear close friend of mine was like no like he didn't get he gave me like a 15 minute heads up and that even flustered me even when i w- was getting gifts that bothered me <laughs> So I feel unprepared and have no tools to give advice to this. Like I don't, I actually am like, I feel like I'm paralyzed. Like I don't know what to tell. I just don't Courtney. think we have enough
1: information. Like to your point, like how long have you known each other for? Because there's there's two sides to this. If you've known each other for a long time, you should be well. I don't know. She says that her friend is quite sensitive. They're family. She says that her and friend… And family. She said her friend can be quite sensitive and I'm worried yes. I'll hurt her feelings. If you already know you'll hurt her feelings with this, like if you already know, then you have to balance. Like your irritation at the unannounced flyby, is it worth causing her hurt feelings given how sensitive she is?
0: I'd like to know… Does it does she follow a pattern? Does she come on Mondays and Fridays? Does she come after dinner? Or is it like cuz maybe if there was a way to like see a pattern of her drop-bys, then maybe you could like uh, prepare for them. So maybe if she like always comes after dinner on like midweek and the weekend, then maybe you can just mentally prepare yourself for that. If that's not the case and she's like fucking Shooting darts all over the place. Then again, I have no I have no advice maybe, for you on how to deal can, with
1: this. Maybe we can come up with like the grown-up friend version of the sock on the door.
0: What you're you're gonna say, hey, no, when you see a tie around the front door, please no. turn away. So maybe
1: you can what I'm saying is the preempt. Like, let's say there is you know, don't do this every day. But if there is one day where you just cannot handle an unannounced mm. flyby, mm. and I'm 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 gathering that these two people are so close that they must text all the time. Can okay. you like preemptively be like, "Oh, today is a fucking shit show. I am so busy. Hey, if if you were planning to drop by, not a good day today. I'll t- I'll check you later. I'll call you later." And do it in an easy breezy way where you're just like, oh my God, my fucking boss just laid on me with like eight files. Or um So lie. Yeah. Or I <laughs> fuck, I have a headache today and I'm gonna be napping all day. I really have to nap off this headache. You know, not a good day to do a flyby. Like why why can't you just start preempting? Not every single day, but on the days where you really, really can't handle ding
0: dong and three. So kids. as soon as soon as you wake up in the morning, yeah. you send that text. Exactly. Okay, right. I mean, that seems like that seems like the 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 easiest way to manage it with the least amount of emotions hurt.
1: Yeah. But and don't do it every that day. Takes so much effort. Once in but a do while, you know what I mean? That takes once so in a while much effort to eliminate. Listen, if you can reduce the fly, I'm um, I'm just trying to do this for Courtney. If Courtney can reduce the amount of flybys for by even just ten percent, I think Courtney would be able to handle it better.
0: God, can you imagine? Did she say three kids come by too? Yeah. And the so husband? what I'm saying I is, just be like, that.
1: wake up eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Holy shit! I I just looked. I have at my, such I a just, crazy like, day. I have such a crazy day. Not a good day for a flyby today. So that yeah, you don't get the hi, Jamie Jane. So John such a great cra- wait. Let's
0: let's let's just let's just fucking um, point this out. So wake up in the morning, say crazy day, homie, crazy day. <laughs> Please don't.
1: Please. <laughs> or however, you were planning court to drop Courtney by, would word it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Please. If you were planning to come by today, yeah. ain't the day for that. Or, Thank or, you. But um, you can, check in with me. You
1: always spin it. A, today's not the best day, but tomorrow looks free and clear. Right? You always oh, turn it around. Because okay. if this person is sensitive, then that is a way to like – steer it into something positive. Oh, shit. I just checked my email. Things are blowing up at work. Or, you know, I fucking uh, ate some bad turkey last night and, like, I'm shitting and I need to take a nap. I have a headache. <laughs> Whatever. Do it once in a while. Like, once in a while. I'm not saying yes. all the time. But start introducing that. But then at the end of the text, turn it around and be like, hey, but tomorrow's looking real good. If Can't wait to see you Can't wait. Time. Yeah. Tomorrow's great for a flyby. Anytime.
0: So, th- so maybe through osmosis, she'll get the hint that not every day is free game. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. Maybe, is, is that That's like a-, a modified version of the sock on the door?
0: I feel like that is um, very smart and the best option because I don't know. I mean, listen, I want to make it clear though to Courtney that she is not in the wrong, like her friend. It's some rude shit. It's some rude ass shit. I too, I, I wouldn't. Come on. Like,
1: rude is a word that I, I don't want to define. Because there is, I do think that there's a certain warmth and hominess, throwbackiness to, listen, we're fucking weird people. Do not, like. I'm to, pretending I'm not
0: weird right now. I'm pretending I'm just, a normal person who just, likes people.
1: Yeah, to just be like, oh, I can't wait to go see my best friend. Let's just go over there. I think there is something very, ch- a certain, in a certain community that's charming. Like, in the olden days. And you know i can understand some people would enjoy that i w- i don't want to say the word rude cuz rude is like leaving a shitty tip and like fucking not picking up after your garbage
0: and- um i'd beg to differ rude is also not thinking about what your friend is dealing with that day or like i think it's rude but that's not the act of thought like Helen I
1: don't okay, know fine, sure. her. Helen isn't like I'm going to go over to Courtney's because no. I'm going to inconvenience that fucking cunt. I'm going to roll up with my three kids and I know she's annoyed. I'm going to ding dong. And I'm going to ding dong and I'm going to be like, "Hey, it's all of us, Jimmy, John and Jane. Fucking get out the hors d'oeuvres for us right now." Like Helen is not thinking that. All Helen is saying is oh, I can't wait. I, I, Let's go by Courtney's and say hi. It's going to be so fun. Love, Courtney. Love, love, love. So the intent is not like, there's no rude intent there.
0: Yeah, it's not active, but I still think it can be rude. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I uh, I get what you're saying. I, You're a nicer person than I am because I would find that rude if that happened consecutively. If I rolled up, you're telling me I love you, Lainey, and if I rolled up to your house twice a week unannounced, I think As much as you know, my intent of wanting to hang out was good. You would find that fucking rude. I don't know that it would. I would find it rude if it became a. You would find it annoying.
1: A habit, like yes, it's annoying. That's a good word. Rude. I don't know. I don't want to attach that to Helen. Fine. Um, annoying. Anyway. It's fucking annoying.
0: Uh, as <laughs> if you would fucking roll up to my house, you can't fucking- back. I'm going to now. I'm, I'm going to now just to see if you think it's rude or annoying. First of all- We will take a poll. Throughout the last four or five months of this pandemic- You've come to visit me. I'm the one who logs
1: the steps to come visit you yeah. sweaty as fuck. You have come yes, to me. Yes, and I appreciate it. Yeah, okay. Rude. Okay. <laughs>
0: Okay, fair, fair. <laughs>
1: All right, um, Courtney. Good luck. Try the preemptive, proactive method. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about this one. So hopefully yeah, that'll re- reduce the amount of ding dongs you get. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, okay, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at com, And uh,
1: don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments and reviews. And we will be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well?